Hi everyone, welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan, and I'm your host. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley, the editor for Idol Talk, and I'm happy that my three husbands, Do Kwang Soo, Baekhyun, and Chan Yeol, have gifted XOLs with a comeback, even though they're mostly MIA. I mean, Chan Yeol and, D- and Baekhyun are in the military, and Dio, I have no idea what he's doing. But I'm happy there's a comeback. With Lei. The XOLs are going crazy about, like, galaxy conspiracies that fits their concept with XO from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I know that they've been working really hard and I haven't been able to keep up, but it's been a thing. Yep. Anyways. Um, All right, Casey. I'm Casey, and I am announcing that I'm putting aside my Thirst Queen residency because I'm now a full-time military spouse. <laughs> so I just I need to focus on supporting my man, holding down the house. We're busy over here. Wow. All right. Well, mm-hmm. we'll get we'll get into that a little bit more in the in the recommendation section of this <laughs> podcast. All right. And then we have our subunit, Idle Talk SG. Gabe, did you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm back. I'm Gabe. And recently, I was actually very torn for this episode because I had so many good releases I wanted to wreck. But this one is not my recommendation. But I just wanted to shout out La Boom for (laughs) their longevity on the charts. 2017 to present. What is it? When did the song get released? I don't know. I think it... Was it longer than 2017? I think it might have been longer. You called it, too. They were going to have a Brave Girls moment. I mean, they didn't quite have a Brave Girls moment, but it was, like, pretty close. Yeah, 2016. Okay. All right. Yeah. This 2021 will be the year of the 2021 releases and everything else that goes viral from (laughs) the 2010s, anyways. All right. Thank you all to the listeners for joining us today. Um, if you haven't done so already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Idle Talk Pod and rate, review, and, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Pandora. If you have any feedback for us, email us at idletalkpod at gmail.com. And we also have our content directory, idletalkpod.oo.ai, where you'll see previous episodes categorized, song, re- song recommendations, concert reviews, K-drama reviews, information about us, and it could be found in the description of our episodes here. All right, so we're back with another K-Bops episode where we'll let you know our recommendations of what we've been listening to recently. So we'll just go ahead and get started. So Ashley, did you want to start us off? Sure. So um, on May 21st, the biggest boy group of all time, BTS, released a single, and my recommendation is Butter. So before I get into Butter, I just remember this conversation I had with somebody. We were talking about BTS, like I was talking to non-stands, and we were talking about how BTS is bigger than the Beatles, and they were talking, they were like, well, it's a product of like modern technology, because in, in back when the Beatles were big, they didn't have like the internet really. So people like globalization were yeah. So people really weren't able to go yet. online and just buy albums. They had to go to like Omiba Music and like scroll through the through the vinyl sure. records and like purchase mm-hmm. things individually. So yeah, BTS is the biggest boy grand group of all time, but that's just because of modern technology. Anyway, so BTS, um, their new release is called Butter. And um, it's an all-English release, and it's a bop. That's all I have to say, because everyone pretty much knows everything about this song. It's true. It's 
kind of hard to like really launch into it because it's it's huge. Yeah, I love it too. It's a bomb. Yeah, I can give you guys some stats just for like historical reference. So it was the biggest music video debut on YouTube of all time, 108 million views in the first 24 hours. Um, it was the fastest music video on YouTube to hit 100 million views. It took them 20 hours and 54 minutes. It was Spotify's most streamed song in a day. And um, it was Spotify's fastest song to hit 1 million streams in eight days. Over 1 million unique listeners on Melon. Over 1 million streams on Spotify, 100 million streams on Spotify, over 250 million views on YouTube. Damn. Yep. BTS Tesla. Every time I hear that song, I like, I listen to it mostly in the car because it's so good for driving, especially on like very sunny, cheerful days. And I just like imagine like at my wedding, everyone dancing to it. Oh my god! I'm so happy. Yeah. I was thinking about this song too in my wedding because like BTS's first English song, like the English song, Boy With Love came out right before my wedding. And so I was thinking like... Boy With Love was not an English song. It had English in it. They all, K-pop all has English. That was a Korean release. Oh, was it a Korean release? Okay, fine. So it was like, (laughs) but it was like the first big American (laughs) release for BTS with Halsey. Right? I would... I would agree. Yeah. yeah, that's when they started really gaining, really blowing up, really, yeah. really, really traction with up. the West. So I was just imagining myself like if I had a wedding this year, I would probably be playing butter at my wedding. I hope Chris. Yeah, Chris is definitely gonna right? play. <laughs> I hope she does. I need to learn choreo. I looked like a fool when I didn't know "Boy with Love" at your wedding. <laughs> you didn't know "Boy with Love." I mean, I knew the essential parts, but, like, that was it. Like, the little chest body roll padding yeah. move. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was it. And I was canceled. One thing I noticed with the butter choreography is that it doesn't really have, like, any point choreography. It just has, like, it has the sliding in the chorus, but I wouldn't even call that the, like, point choreography. I don't know. It's weird. Well, I think it's maybe it's a freestyle dance thing. Yeah. Well, they're like Western now. Or maybe they're just slowly going away from what everyone does in K-pop with choreography and they're going to like more of like a less choreography heavy type style Mm -hmm. now. That's true. I have some fun facts about the music video if you guys care to know. Please do. You know that scene? It's like a black and white scene where they're all, it's like a mugshot where they're all holding up like little frames that say like a number their birthday and their name Mm -hmm. so normally the number it's a number their birthday and their name and normally the number is like the the like criminal number but Mm -hmm. all of them picked like very specific numbers and they're not actually random they're just they all have meaning so, for example, J-Hope, his number is like 660-660 because in Korean, popo, like the word for kiss, is P-P-P-P-O, or what is it? It's O-P-P-O. And so he put 660-660 because the P in Korean looks like a six. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. And then there's some other ones like... um. Um, let's see. What did Jungkook Jungkook chose eleven oh six oh four because it's the date he came to Seoul and as a trainee and moved into the dorms. Oh, oh cute! Did RM use oh his wedding God. anniversary? Oh RM used twenty twenty nineteen oh four because his old apartment address, flat nine oh four, building five oh seven. Um. April 19, 2020 is also the day they performed for the first time at the Grammys. Oh, yeah. It's kind of lame. Wow. (laughs) I forgot about about that conversation. 
yeah, I mean, this song is just basically Grammy Dynamite 2.0, i.e. second round at BTS Grammy Award. And they better get it this year because I'm done with them pandering to the Western audience. Yeah, like, I like want, get it over with, I want, come back to... Yes, I want like the old BTS back. And I feel like such a fucking hipster when I say that. Not that I ever listened, like I wasn't a, a K-pop stan when BTS first came out but like i feel like one of those they're like bts was better when like when they first came out like i like the old bts more than the new bts but i do kind of feel that way because when i when i listen to butter radio songs from the love yourself series come on like euphoria and seesaw mm-hmm. and like all those different songs and it makes me feel like nostalgic yeah. and i don't get those feelings when i'm listening to newer bts songs i was telling cynthia the same thing when butter first came out i i liked it because it's a bop and it's so fun to listen to but it doesn't make me feel like it like it's i like it because i'm like standing bts i like it because it sounds good and it honestly Mm -hmm. could be like any western pop artist releasing something like that like Bruno Mars or something. And I was telling her, like, I want, like, Pied Piper BTS or Dang BTS or Bopsay BTS. Like, those are the kind of songs I miss. And I liked Life Goes On and their other releases from that album as well because it was, like, kind of sentimental and emo and I was just in that mindset at the time. And I don't know. I just want kind of, like, like... Yeah, but I'm not gonna be a hipster about it, and I know you're not being a hipster about it because it's it's a valid like desire because it does feel like they're just throwing anything at the dartboard trying to get that BTS win, uh, that Grammy win. Yeah. So I'm with you. I want them give it to them so they can just stop with this. Be done. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need to do any other McDonald's collabs. (laughs) Like we get it. We get it. Although the McDonald's collab was pretty bomb. Like, the sauces, they came out with two new sauces, Cajun and Sweet Chili, and they both were really good. But, like, Sweet Chili sauce has existed for decades. I know. Actually, all of them have, both of those sauces have existed before with McDonald's. They just renamed them something different. So, like, the sweet, the Cajun sauce didn't taste like Cajun at all. It tasted like hot honey mustard. Which is an actual sauce you can get at, at McDonald's. Oh. Yeah. So they they didn't get anything that new. That would have been good. That I really wanted good. like a gochujang sauce, you know, a kimchi flavor something. Yeah. But, but that's I, like, I guess that's too much work. That's a little, I feel like that's a little too far. Like, yeah, that's true. Asian for the mainstream. They go for what, you know, the Doritos yeah. sweet chili, right? That's true. That's as Stop. much as the foreigners can take. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's good. The I purple didn't bag. Know Doritos had a sweet chili. No one's ever had. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Gabe, any thoughts on butter? You've been rather quiet. Um, I. I don't know. In so preemptively to preemptively not get canceled, I'm just going to say disclaimer that ever since Dynamite, I have stopped enjoying BTS, and I don't think Butter changed those feelings for me at all. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. If anything, Butter just reinforced why I don't like the direction yeah. they're going. I'm in and around the same boat. Yeah. I think it's a great song. I agree with that. Um, and it's a good song. Yeah, like I think it's a good song. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, ob- um, objectively, I think most people that are listening to it aren't your standard K-pop fans. I think they're the ones that are like, "This is a great song," and it's a great song, and that's it. But like, as K-pop stands, that's not like. Yeah, how we consume. I think. I don't know if I. If, I don't know if ever. If I. If I'm getting yeah. my point across without saying that much. 
like we don't just casually listen to yeah. songs just because they're good songs. There's more to it. Yeah, no, there's, there's more. Yeah. To it. more. There's more to it than just that. Yeah. Gabe, I think you worded that perfectly because that's exactly how I feel. And it's funny because on in our friends newsletter with Ashley and I's friends, um, I like interviewed myself mm-hmm. and I wrote that like Black Swan by BTS is the only song I can listen to on repeat. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. I like songs that like kind of are more challenging or like moody or yeah. And I don't know. I'm just not yeah, challenged by butter, song. but it is so good. It's so danceable. I play it when I wash the dishes and drive the car. It's a great song. And their pronunciation in it is amazing. I love, especially Suga has like such a long rap section. I was really, really like excited by that because he's notoriously like, I don't understand English. I don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know he he does. I just... I just want to say just one more thing. I just hope that they are enjoying this for themselves. Like, who cares about what me and Gabe think, right? Like, we could be a little bit more negative Nancy, and we don't really mean to be that way. But I think what I get out of this conversation is I hope that they want to go in the direction that Mm -hmm. they are going in. If selling McDonald's Happy Meals makes them happy, (laughs) then so be it. Well, the direction... Um, the direction they want to go in is very clear. Like they're they're trying to make as much money as possible. Well, well, I think besides that, I just hope that they're happy with like moving towards the Western audience. And I don't think that they're neglecting the Korean audience because the Korean audience clearly loves this too. But. Like the idea of having like a comeback stage on Good Morning America or instead Pinky of on no, it was the Billboard Music Awards or a Billboard yeah. Music Awards show. That come on, in America, no one watches the no one watches the Billboard Unless Music Awards. Unless you're like my fifty year old coworker who still has cable. <laughs> it, no one even has a TV to stream it. Honestly, like you need cable. Like. So they need an American consultant. Yeah. I, all of these companies so, honestly need anyways. American consultants. Oh, speaking of yes. American consultants. So they actually do have, they are signed to, I think, Columbia Records. And the CEO of Columbia Records, or is it Republic Records? They Republic Records, he co-wrote the song mm. with them. So... Why aren't these, like, American record companies, like, advising better? Because, frankly, I don't like watching their um, American, like, TV show anything because the hosts always ask them the most asinine fucking questions and it pisses me off. Like, who do you want to collab with next? How'd you learn English? It's fucking 2021. <sighs> they need to get the headline, that's How why. How many times are they going to answer those questions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times did yeah, you watch Yeah, they infantilize them English? in a way that's like, they treat them like they're a novelty. And I think that's my biggest issue with, with BTS trying to pander to the West or try to get a Grammy is like, they don't appreciate you here. Yeah. So, I don't know what you want. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very, very conflicted, and I've been very, very conflicted with BTS in terms of my own, as what Gabe was saying, my own individual okay. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I really like their stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been hard just to kind of see them, you know, try to get the Grammy and then not get the Grammy this year and then have to try again. And when I think of Grammys, I don't usually think, like, what is the most played song of the year? It's a little bit more no. elevated. No. Not Cardi, B, like, if Cardi B can win a Grammy, I think of, I, like a, I, I have no, like, there's no bar. <laughs> well, I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, when I think of a BTS release that is Grammy-worthy, I think of something a little bit more, I guess, sophisticated for them. Like a Black Swan or a um, or the Life Goes Blood, Sweat, on and Tears mm-hmm. type of release. 
or the Life Goes think, On album. I think exactly. you're thinking very right. highly of the Grammys because really all they all they want is just clout and viewership and money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> anyways, any final thoughts on Butter? I didn't want to. It's a good song. I think it's I'm a good excited song. for the remixes. I'm, just leave it at that. I'm not. <laughs> Oh god. They're, they All came 70. out with a, a hotter with remix, the hotter and oh, it's it not that much better. Oh, it's not hotter? No. It's Damn it, they like, did this to me with the bedroom remix of Dynamite 2. Scammers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay, one last thing I will say about butter. <laughs> um, okay. So you got the, the final word. I will say was kind of weird. And J-Hope, I'm mm-hmm. not a J-Hope stan, and I don't I don't really care about him that much. But he did get slighted, and then he only had, like, the post. He had, like, the outro rap section, and that was it. So Yeah, he did get slighted. Yeah. Yeah. They need to use more rap if they're going to, like... Because, like, I feel like BTS is, like, a more rap-heavy group than a lot of people think they are. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my god. I will say one more thing related to that. And I think I've said it and I think I've said it before. I think one of the reasons why I'm having a hard time I like wish them the best of luck with their success. I wouldn't wish a bad thing about them. I wish only the positive positive things for them and whatever they want to do. I just hope that for other groups that are looking at this, yeah, it's something that you could aspire to, but it isn't necessarily a goal that you need to attain in order for you to deem yourself mm-hmm. successful. Like inspirational words to the rookie groups like that listen I'm, to us. Like <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, you didn't make it over there. Like, why is it a goal to make it over here besides yeah. I mean, I know that money making mm-hmm. is a big part of the industry, right? And there are more people that live in non-korea than korea that could be Mm -hmm. said for literally any country but i think something could be said about just making it where the industry originally began i i just wonder if it's like big hit that's like really pushing for this because we know that they're doing a more global sound with all of their artists and really seeking to not just be like successful in, in south korea so mm-hmm. I, that's, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's who's really the biggest push, if it's BTS. Or well, I think that, that's why I also said, like, whatever BTS is doing now, regardless of what critics, people that are making podcasts that <laughs> few people listen to, like us, um, I think it matters most that they want to be doing mm-hmm. the sound and they want to be moving in that direction. Yeah. If so, then that's yeah. great. Then good. For sure. All right. From one big hit group to another, Gabe, did you want to take us away? Sure. So my recommendation for this time around is uh, TXT, or Tomorrow by Together's, latest comeback called Zero Times One Equals Love Song, I Know I Love You, featuring Sori. <laughs> As per usual, we have a very convoluted title for the for the song. <laughs> I have absolutely. I was like, "Wait, Gabe, are you saying it, or are you asking a question?" <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what the meaning behind any of this is, and I tried to look for it like a little bit online, and I just like could not really wrap my head around it. So I'm just, I just gave up. But basically, this song, um is kind of a concept change from their last release. 
um, and they kind of went like emo, like alt rock, early two thousands uh, concept. Um, so yeah, what did you all think about the music video? So I took notes as I was watching the music video, <laughs> and this is what I wrote. I wrote, "Wow, emo." Emo boy rock vibe question mark exclamation point and then I put there's a fish in the sky Byomgu looks so Japanese with that long hair is yeah, this song in Japanese <laughs> what is with the fish I, um and then um what's that what's that boy's name that is their main vocal that Nathan likes Quinning Kai no <laughs> no, no. Um. wait Hyunin Kai is the main vocal but that's not the one I'm referring to. <laughs> Do not put words in my mouth. That Taehyun? is Taehyun. Taehyun, yeah. yeah. Taehyun, um, in part of the music video, he's wearing a cast. And for a moment, I thought, like, is his arm really broken? But he's doing choreography in the chorus. So um, they just use the cast as, like, a fashion item. Ooh, cast and so I was that. like, a cast as a fashion item? Interesting. And then lastly, I put, I love the silly dancing. Okay, so the cast, I actually watched um, a reaction video to the TXT song, and the people who are reacting were saying that the cast was a reference to It, the movie. Um, and I don't, I didn't pay attention to It enough to like pick up on that, but that's what they said apparently. So it's like, hmm. it has meaning of some sort. Yeah, it did have oh. writing on it that said like loser, and then the V in the middle, or the S in the middle. Wait. Loser. Yeah, the S in the middle also had a red V over it, so it said, like, loser and lover. Mm. I didn't understand it because I've never seen it, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand either, but... Something that stood out to me the most was uh, Byung-Gyu's hair. I was like, oh. Yes. Very interesting choice. I like it. In a bad way? Memes part. No, I, I oh, liked okay. it. I just thought that it was... Like, people are doing, like, the mullets and stuff, and people are doing a lot of long hairstyles, but I thought that I hadn't seen that look for a long time, so I thought it was cool. I love yeah. long like hair. Like, Jap- Japanese rock boy? Emo boy. I haven't. Or maybe I just haven't. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I liked the song. Um, I just think that it is seasonally misplaced. Yes. Yes. Can you expand <laughs> on that? It's, like... A cold song oh, okay. that you should be like blasting in like the mist of like the forest when it's like snowing and like negative thirty degrees outside. Not a summer hit. Yeah, at least mm. I mean I like it, but it, so I said the same thing. Remember how I didn't say anything about Irene and Sulgi's release mm-hmm. back oh, in yes. mid July, <laughs> and it's not because I didn't like it. It was just because like I was having a hard time consuming it when it was like hundred degrees outside in southern california and yeah. i feel the same way about this song because with k-pop summer starts early like it's not summer yet but once may 1st hits it's kind of mm-hmm. like once oh summer. my girl has their comeback it's summer and that marks the beginning <laughs> okay. of oh my girl heralds the summer <laughs> season i love it <laughs> like i felt yes i felt like like you can do other releases that's fine but i feel like this one specifically was I, I feel it in, like, the late fall, winter. Yeah. So I'm going to come back to it, I think. Like I did with yeah. Monster. They yeah, did. Naughty. I remember for their debut, which was in, I think, March or April or something, with their debut song was very, like, well-suited right. to the season. Very and, like, bright. even, like, yeah. their nine and three quarters release, which was in the fall, that was really well-suited, too. Um so I'm not like quite sure what the thinking over a big hit was, especially because this came out literally like how many days after Butter? <laughs> Ten days. Not that long. Maybe yeah. they're trying to differentiate. Yeah. Well, but also remember last year it's... there was a lot of like at the beginning of summer there was a lot of like darker hits. And we we're like, why is this the darkest summer ever? Maybe everyone's emo because of COVID. But oh, it yeah. was the it was the most depressing summer ever. But now I'm ready to go. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not sad anymore. <laughs> the world is opening up. Yeah, like June fifteenth, California's opening <laughs> up. Like 
fully like or i don't know fully but we're opening up like i'm ready and then i'm like going back into like the dungeon with like this song Mm -hmm. i feel i don't know so but i liked it regardless casey my thoughts on the song yeah um i liked it i yeah i liked it i don't think i'd listen to it again though okay so it wouldn't be like on your playlist no not necessarily but what is going on with not because it's a bad song. sorry go ahead okay yeah what is going on with like the math (laughs) titles Because because 101 did that for legitimately a year and a half during their entire career. Yeah, like they concept. did <laughs> one times one equals one or like one plus zero equals one. But it was part of their concept because their name was 101. Oh. Okay, so And I'm seeing so many ones and zeros and like, Ooh, I don't know how TXT links back to it. And I'm so, just curious if there's an explanation. There is. In the lyrics, so okay, the lyrics of the song, by the way, they were written by RM from BTS. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, in the first verse, it says, "What does this have this- to do with the math?" Yeah, no wonder. <laughs> in this world of zero, I know you're my one and only. So yeah, I think that's. I'm pretty sure that's the math reference. Oh, RM okay. is very mathematical, yeah. and he's got a high IQ, so okay. they're borrowing his intelligence. Do you stand the song now? And they're now? sharpening up their stands. No. <laughs> Sorry, but I... It's a very... Taman told me not to cheat, so me and RM are on a break. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Any last-minute thoughts about this song? So is this a... It's It's like... It's like multiple parts, right? This is the first part, and there's supposed to be more coming. Um, I thought I thought this was like a trilogy or some a beginning of a new kind well, of thing, but so I could be wrong. The title of the album is the Chaos Chapter Freeze. Oh yeah, like a new chapter of some sort. Yeah, so like I think TXT is like each album is like a different chapter of like I don't know, but that makes sense as to why like every album has a really different like concept because they're like going into like different chapters of whatever story they're trying to create so mm. that's cool all right thanks gabe for that one um casey do you want to go next yes so unsurprisingly my recommendation for this episode is off of Timon's latest EP advice, um, and it is If I Could Tell You featuring Taeyeon of Girls Generation. Like I said, this is off of his third EP called Advice, which came out on May 18th. I actually just got my physical album today, so I'm going to be like filming my unboxing. It looks like the, the um, shiny Don't Call Me albums, how it's like a little soft cover book, giant booklet. Drop my notes, sorry. Um, so interesting choice. I wish that we hadn't gone in this direction, but you know what? it's fine um so this came out may 18th like i said and it was his last solo comeback before he enlisted in the military on may 31st so as of this recording it was just a few days ago so still pretty raw and fresh um for me so it's a five track mini album and i think that of all his albums this one shows his duality the best not necessarily the most but the best because he has like a sexy song which is strings he has a sweet sentimental song which is sad kids which i think is Mm -hmm. like a sequel to two kids 
and then he has like his kind of like aggressive like sultry sensual song advice so yeah um the for if i could tell you in analyzing the lyrics shout out to genius.com we stand them in this podcast this song is like wistful wondering if like he should confess his feelings to someone um but he's scared to because he doesn't want to like change the nature of their friendship if his feelings aren't reciprocated so like throughout the song he's he's like like wishing for a touch but like holding himself back wondering if like feeling like his feelings may be returned but also like afraid to find out that they aren't and it's just one of those like sweet earnest like feelings that you feel like it reminded me of how I used to feel about my ex when we were in high school that it was like if like it could irrevocably like change the friendship and you're scared and it's very like kind of innocent in its in its way uh, which is why I'm saying that it's such a great example of Taman's duality because then he has another song called Strings where he's like he basically says like use my body as an instrument or something <laughs> Um, oh, I oh, know. Oh, so it's like, oh, 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 well, oh, what are you? I did not know that. Are you a shy, like, scared young man, or are you Sex an instrument? Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna go there, but um... oh goodness, I did not know strings was about that, and I won't be able to listen to it the same <laughs> ever again. I'm happy for you. You're welcome. Um, I, think... <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing. I just like did not know that. Yeah, maybe this is why, like we shouldn't use genius.com because sometimes <laughs> you know with great power comes great in responsibility in the song with Taeyeon isn't um, Taeyeon kind of like reciprocating his feelings like they're both kind of feeling the same way yeah but like they oh, don't okay. know yeah yeah speaking of her I really loved in this song that she kind of does like the pre-chorus is kind of like a fast singing mm-hmm. Thing she does i wouldn't call it rapping because it's not she's just like kind of spurting it out and not necessarily like to the beat it's just like to the end of her part you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't know what to call it but it's like my favorite part because it breaks up the like the melody a little bit yeah in my um i obviously love Taeyeon and I never pictured like a Taeyeon and Taemin collab because Taeyeon's like besties with Ki and she, I just, I don't know. I, I just kind of pictured them together and she was best, one of Jonghyun's best friends and they did a, they did a release together. For some reason, I never pictured a Taemin and Taeyeon release, mm-hmm. but I think that their voices complement each other really, really well. I agree. This is and her it, second collaboration with him. Wait, what was the what? Where did where did they had one, one did did? in uh, his Never Gonna Dance Again? I forgot the song title though, but they had one in there too. And oh, why didn't I remember that? And also, she has a goal of collaborating with all the Tays in Ooh. SM. So oh, that's I right. Feel Tales like, next. Yeah, so I feel like <laughs> even if you feel like it's random, I think it's like her mythology. Myth- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, whatever. I didn't. I must have. Totally forgot you, you're the one. Who, I think you're the one who told us about it. <laughs> oh Collaboration okay. with all the Tays in SM that would, would be, be so cute. cute. Tay 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 Tay. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I always remember the because I think that the the one collab that always sticks out to me is the Sulky Entertainment. Oh yeah, because I think that they are literally like the same. Yeah, like they they're capable of the same thing. Uh, it's on the Move album. I forget what song. It's <laughs> oh my god, we're like the worst part. podcast hosts ever. <laughs> uh, it's called Heart Stop. I just looked it up. Anyways, I really enjoyed the Tamen album as well, and it was much shorter than I'm used to because when I click play on a <laughs> Tamen album, I feel like I'm going on like an hour journey sometimes. Um, this one finished up really quick, but I really liked all the tracks. Actually. Me too. And I really like how it, how Sad Kids was on there. Actually, mm-hmm. thought it was a good wrap up to what people would. I don't know if people would categorize this, but probably a close of the first part of his career. 
some kind of first part of his career, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Let me take another <laughs> military enlistment, okay? No. <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> I'm fucking, like, so emo. May th- I, it was hard because, like, so May 30th, I was both scared to be online, but also needing to see everything. So when I saw his shaved head... Deal. Like, okay, going, oh, no, preparing Beckian myself for the Kenil. shaved head content, I think it was, oh, no, it was like, Beckian, I mentioned this in the last episode too, where <laughs> Ashley was like, talking, who's, whose shaved head were you talking about? No. Yeah. I, whoever <laughs> you said, square head. Yeah, yeah, you were like, his, you called his head like a square ass head, and I was like, yeah. am I ready to see Taman's head shape? Like, in all honesty. <laughs> and to see it's because he also had such long hair yeah. he went from like one of the longest styles of hair he had to like the yeah and it was shortest. hard for me to see him go from such a femme soft like look lately to imagining him as very like masculine and like firm <laughs> it made me nervous for him i know he's just going into the military band but i just don't want anyone to tell him what to do or to be mean to him <laughs> or to tease him when they're not close like <laughs> it got very irrational at one point mm-hmm. and i was i remember laying in bed just like listening to i i have these headphones that are very like noise canceling and they're great and i was listening to his albums on youtube where they make the sound like 8D. <laughs> It's so it's so about. cool. It's one yeah. of my favorite things to do is like run around the house to 8D music. And I was laying there just like kind of like tearing up and I was like, Jesus Christ, how far into my delusion am I? <laughs> I mean, that is I mean, what K-pop is great and it allows you to do is to really try to feel with artists, right? And to go on this weird journey with them. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm just going to say that it's going to be an interesting like 18 months for oh. me. I know that there's still going to be content coming out. And Shiny has a comeback in July, I think. It's called Superstar. Yeah, maybe they'll pull an EXO thing where they oh, just no, they did. That's right their after s- the members Japanese, Japanese. Yeah, it's their okay. Japanese. Yeah. I know it's gonna be a non. I don't know if it's gonna be non-Taman. I haven't looked that much into it just because I've been I think they recorded with Taman, but I'm not sure. Um, is it about his well, head shape? I will say that his um. No, but he did post we'll that. See. He posted that that photo of I had him a without the hat. But I and yeah, you I posted it, it in my, in my on brief. your story, and I was like, he looks okay. like a Korean boy. He covered it up with a beanie. He was protecting. I me. know, but like. Just, but okay, maybe because oh like, yeah, yeah yeah, but it was like he added- looks like average. Yeah, he looks average, and it's weird to see him in that way because like Taemin and he's his boy. persona, <laughs> just like a, a generic boy. look, is very not average when he's all done up. He's non-celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's stage Taman versus it's really sad. Sending Taman military. Off I think I think different. there was a uh, head shaving video on the timeline, but I scrolled. I did. I all I saw was like someone sitting in a chair, and someone else like above them, like holding something. So it looked oh like. A head shaving video, but I didn't see who it was, and I scrolled <laughs> right past it so quick because I was just not in, not ready. I can't, I can't. Maybe when he's out of the military, I'll like revisit all this content and like feel differently about if it. If he can do it, Taman can. I too. understand that You'll you be fine. you've said that to me. I've internalized it. I've processed it, and I still <laughs> think you're wrong. <laughs> really? <laughs> also, fuck Chris. I'm saying this on the pod because <laughs> she sent me this thing that was like, um, she sent it to me on TikTok and it was like Minho walking Taemin to school, Minho sending Taemin oh off to the gosh. military. And I was like, are you trying to hurt me? Like, what did I do to you? That was pretty sad. It's hurtful. I don't know. Send send me prayers. Yeah. I'm going to be lighting candles every night until he returns. Okay. That's it. Okay, we'll be there. 
Okay, I will say one more thing about Taemin. He was working until literally the day he had to discharge. It's true. Or, um, they had their 13th leave, anniversary on the 30th. Really incredible. They, they, mm-hmm. It was like an event. Uh, I love him. He was there. He was there. They perform. All right. All right, thanks, Casey. All right, I will go last. Um, my recommendation for this episode is going to be Promises 9, Promise 9's We Go. Casey's going to have to help me with no. some information about the group, but I will t- talk a little bit about the song. So the song is called We Go. It came out around the same time as a lot of the releases that we're talking about today. It was The music video came out on May 17th, so a couple weeks ago. Um, mm. I will first talk about what the song's about. It's a very laid-back song. They're basically just talking about, like, happiness and their experiences while traveling on a refreshing vacation and they're just like having fun dancing around the music video is very Mm -hmm. low iq in terms of you don't have to think too much about the concept there's not crazy things going on they're just having fun relaxing um on a kind of like a (laughs) tropical summer getaway which i really liked um the song itself was just kind of like a classic pop song but honestly this summer i'm trying to rack in like basically all of (laughs) the summer bops that i can and just have a whole playlist and this is going straight on there i love it i love it too Um, yes and it also kind of fits in with their like train track casey like a train track concept like the ticket concept right like so they're all about like traveling and moving and things like that so i thought that that fit in really well without it being like too explicit i like that continuing theme i mean that's how the Wikipedia is set up too just because it's in line with their overarching concept (laughs) i liked what i liked about the music video was that you could see the reflection, like it's you on the computer screen, looking through all the sweet, refreshing memories. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's yeah, me. Yeah. That's what I look like. Mm-hmm. So before people <laughs> logged on today, I was talking to Ashley about how much I really liked the music video because it was like someone was editing a video on an Apple computer on Photoshop. And like it would just come to life, like right in front of your eyes. And the transitions were really cool. The effects what? were really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. And, I was going to ask, what is their video. overall also, concept, the album Casey title again? is called With the Train? Nine Way Ticket. So that's where the continuation of their group theme is coming in. <laughs> and there's others. No. I don't know the depth of it, but... <laughs> It, you knew a lot before. <laughs> well, I've heavily been into Taman and Shiny lately, so unfortunately, Promise Nine took a backseat. But we'll, I'll mention them again later because I do have interesting something interesting to say about that. But um, what else do you have to say about them? Oh, from Nine Way Ticket, my favorite song is Airplane Mode. Mm. Just it's so oh, fun it's, it's so fun yeah i feel like their 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 concept is very clever and they're going with it and i like that i love <laughs> this like refreshing concept i know that my tastes skew in like completely opposite directions sometimes yes. but i thought this was a very good follow-up <laughs> dream catcher versus promise i know like- make it make sense <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think this is a very good follow-up to Feel Good, which I still fucking is a K-pop to me to this day. I mean, not that it's been that long, but 
I played in my head. How, how, Casey, how are you doing with any of the, the names? Have we progressed anywhere there? This no. This is kind of midway through. <laughs> Absolutely right. not. <laughs> I know Serum right. and yeah, that's it. I only know one. So while I was watching the music video, I realized that I knew I knew one of the Promise Nine members from the Produce season, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I remembered her because oh my god, her name was Jung Gyuri, and she's really great in the music video. She's super bright. She's super bubbly. Was she drama? But, um, no, she wasn't drama. Okay, she I, was got, like- I think she was really close to making it into Eyes One. I forgot her ranking. I think I'm pretty sure she made it like pretty close to the end. But she kind of so her and her group, you know, it's just a random mix of like seven other girls, right? They covered um, Red Velvet's Peekaboo during one of the stages, and she um, her voice was just not. One of the judges was like, oh, her voice is sore. And she kept kind of... She had Wendy's parts, so it was really hard to do the ad-libs. Yeah. So I just remember... It wasn't that bad, but it was also... She was being criticized <laughs> for it. Well, she oh. she made it, so... But she's great in the in, in the music video, which is why I still recognized her from the show. Because <laughs> that's the only... Yeah, that's what they was, want. It's true. That's exactly what they want. <laughs> Yeah, let's not get into Nathan and Produce. We've already done that like seven times. Yes. Uh, well, I like. I didn't know that I was going to get myself into this once I wrecked this wrecked the song, but um, all roads lead back. Apparently, still. Um, right. I mean, that's. I really like the song. It's going to be on my summer playlist. I'm racking them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll kind of go into like a free for all. What have you? What else have you all been listening to during this time? And we can kind of close out. Has anyone else been excessively listening to something else that they haven't wrecked? I'll go. Um, so I've also heavily been getting into only one of, which oh I talked goodness. about before. And one of the songs <laughs> that I have been playing nonstop is their song, Only One of You. And it's only because there's this one part. I think it's uh, their member. His name is Mill. And he says, only one of you. Like in a weird kind of, I don't know. There's something about it that like gets stuck in my head. And I have to listen to that song again. Um, I've also been listening to Kang Daniel's Paranoia. I think also really. Oh, you like yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. It's so good. And it's surprising because I normally don't care. I don't feel any one way or another about him um but this song really stood out to me and then lastly i've also been blasting no more by dreamcatcher which came out like back in march but it's carried me through and it is the complete opposite of like promise nine's vibes in that it's like it has this like heavy like rock intro to the song and i don't know it gives me life make it make sense awesome Apart from Promise 9, I've noticed that a lot of the girl groups have had some pretty strong releases and some underground girl groups. Not underground. A little (laughs) bit less known. So, for example, Ring Ring by Rocket Punch. Oh, my goodness. Really good. Yes. Um, It's kind of like a more upbeat version of that disco song that Sunmi and JYP released, like, in the fall. Oh, interesting. But it's, like, upbeat. Like, really upbeat, I think. And good. I like it. Okay. Um, Tribe has also done really well. Tribe. Oh, I. Tribe. Is it Tribe? Yeah, it's Tribe. Okay, yeah. yeah. Tribe. Um, I like that song. It's a good song. It's. Yeah, I like that song. And then I'm here to give another shout out to Oh My Girl because just like last year, Oh My Girl released on the same week as NCT Dream, and I just like couldn't listen to it for. <laughs> like several like consecutively as i wanted to for like the last two weeks and i've been streaming the song nonstop ever since hot sauce promotions ended so gabe don't give me those sour looks dun dun dance song of the year i know that i know that i uh said disco i questioned the disco concept for oh my girl but i take it back now Dun Dun Dance is a bop. I'm sorry, Gabe. 
<laughs> Apology <all>. accepted. <laughs> Gabe will be taking all inquiries about Oh My oh God my directly. God. <laughs> and relaying the message straight to them. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that their comeback was really, really great. And I thought the album was good too. Gabe, listening to anything recently? Um, you know, just still been streaming Dun Dun Dance. <laughs> the da- I, I learned the choreo. It was super fun. Um, <laughs> I want to learn the choreo. It's really easy, too. It's it just looked, really jumpy. I think we talked about it, and it was like... It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely TikTokable. It definitely is. Um, what else? Oh, Everglow came back on May 25th. Aren't you an anti? I am an anti. Oh, okay. But I will admit that this comeback was actually pretty good. The song itself is good. Um, but I still just cannot bring myself to like them because their company is just so shady. And I sent Ashley some Reddit posts about how their company, <laughs> like... They out. They like get more views on their music videos than like Twice and like Red Velvet and G Friend and like a bunch of these other groups. And Everglow only has like a million subscribers on their YouTube channel, so it just doesn't make sense. And there is something going on there. Mm. Mm, highly so, sus. Yeah. Uh, what else? It's interesting. Oh yeah, the latest Monster X release and the Mama Move release that just came out today. Oh, I didn't. Um, oh my god, I heard the Monster X them. one, but not the Mama Move one. The Mazda X release, very good. Mm-hmm. I love the breakdown in the chorus, that kind of like dirty, like dark, low synth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Mamamoo release, they, it's for like, um, like their seventh anniversary, um, which is oh, is it not when, a mini? Is it? Aren't they coming back soon too? This is their or comeback. Is this like, oh, this is their comeback. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did. Okay, for their seventh anniversary. Yeah, it's for their seventh anniversary, which is like historically when groups are like doing like re-signing contracts or like disbanding mm-hmm. and stuff um so this was like a really i guess important mini album for them and every song on the album is a ballad so what well they're yeah. back to their vocal wow. roots i yeah. like that love that so if you guys have That's time cool. go listen to the mama moo title track i will it's do that it's very good yeah that's, great. that's all i've been listening to I also want to briefly shout out, I wanted to recommend, I wanted to give some love to Fromis9, um, but I'm also here to shout out Joy, who just uh, debuted on, it's a special album because SM is doing this thing now, and I think she wanted to do this too, Joy wanted to do this too, where they're remaking a lot of older songs. So Mm -hmm. Joy came out with an album that's about like six or seven tracks and they're all remakes of really old songs that maybe were popular, but also not necessarily. So it's like the hospital playlist. Well, this is perfect for her because she got so much popularity off of the hospital playlist OST. Mm -hmm. One of like the most widely played songs on um, in Korea was her song last year that she remade for that drama. And I think people just kind of like the nostalgic feel with the contempor- a little bit of a contemporary flair. And I think people liked the tone of her voice. So I think what they decided was that she should do it for real. Um, and yeah. she had a title track. It's called Hello. It's really awesome. Also, a summer bop would recommend it. Wait, is that is Hello? Or- Happy birthday. Isn't it? What? What's, there's a thought... there's another song like Happy Birthday that's oh, on the okay. yeah it's another song yeah. wait so all of the songs are remade songs right they're remake songs just like what she did for Hospital Playlist which so, was yeah there's but not then, there's what about no... Hello is Hello like an original song Hello is also a remake song oh that she that she redid yeah interesting yeah but apparently she if I was reading one of the articles correctly she handpicked like a lot of the songs herself so yeah so it, it's not like an album album for her, which is why they didn't name it like first mini album or things like that like they did for wendy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's called a quote unquote special album whatever mm, that means so okay. i think that they were very careful to distinguish the difference between the two yeah and give credit to the original artist because they're not original songs mm. Mm-hmm. But they're remade in terms of the arrangement and also in terms of her voice, obviously. I like that. So, yeah. 
That's that's a yeah, fun. It's, like uh, I don't yeah, know if we want to get into this now, but apparently that's what SM is up to these days, besides hot sauce. So, and I'm okay with that. <gasps> okay. Ashley? Maybe she'll remake <laughs> La Boom next. Um, I think she's going for a more sentimental '90s, early 2000s feel, but <laughs> that is to be seen. All right. Anyways, does anyone have any last-minute thoughts before we close out this episode? Nope. All right. So thank you all for listening in to us in this episode. We'll be back next time for a substantive episode. I believe we're doing a recap of Kingdom right next time, Ashley. No. Oh, that's the following time? Whenever the show ends? Doesn't the show end this week? Yeah, I thought that's what we're doing. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, yes. <laughs> Listeners, on the, on this the cal- is the abuse that yeah. I go through we're, every we're single struggling. time. <laughs> on the calendar, okay. it there is a special episode that needs to be recorded, and I thought it was the next one. Okay, well, well, stay tuned, listeners. We'll be back. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Idle Talk Pod, and we'll talk to you all next time. Bye. Stream Dun Dun Dance. Bye. Bye. Bye.